So you want to be a millionaire? It's not a rhetorical question, it's the topic of today's video. My name is Charlie Morgan. Uh, in the last seven years, I've made north of 15 to $20 million online. I'm 25 years old and I've been able to achieve the status um, of multi-millionaire by what most people would consider quite a young age. And in today's video, I'm going to explain how you can do the same and how you need to think and orient yourself in the world to make this happen. Because I've been able to do this many times over. And I'm at the point in my career now where I've helped a handful of people, my clients, also achieve this status. So I got kind of good at it. And I'm gonna make this video to explain how you can do the same. And by the end of this video, you will hopefully see the right path and understand what you need to do to become a millionaire, okay? So the first thing that you have to gauge and the first ingredient that you have to um, have, essentially, to the soup of a millionaire, so to speak, is time. It's not about like investing in crypto or going into real estate. It's, it's not about SMA. It's not about affiliate marketing. It's not about Amazon FBA. It's not about selling courses. It's not about you know doing repurposing content or being famous on TikTok. It's all about time. Time is your biggest friend. The thing about money is time, okay? And if you don't believe me, go and look at Warren Buffett's net worth over time. Go and look at any billionaire's net worth over time. And you'll find on average that it takes time. Now, I'm going to set an expectation with you shortly, and you're not going to like it. You're not going to want to receive this information. Your ego may block it out. You may choose to ignore it. Um, that will be at your peril, okay? And that expectation is seven years, okay? When I was 18, um, about, no, when I was 17, I think about eight years ago, I watched a video by Patrick Bet David. And in that video, he told me, um, it's going to take seven years for you to become a millionaire. And I didn't listen to him. I didn't want to listen to him because, you know, my, Gen Z, millennial, whatever the hell I am, fried, like just completely ruined brain, couldn't even comprehend a 70 day time horizon, let alone a seven year time horizon. And if you're watching this now, I want you to know that it's probably gonna take about seven years for you to become a millionaire, okay? It's not gonna be fun, it's not gonna be exciting, it's not gonna be McLaren P1s partying on, on yachts, and renting Lamborghinis and skydiving in Dubai, it's gonna be seven years of you locked in a room, isolated from society, focusing on one thing. And that is how you become a millionaire. So the thing about becoming a millionaire is time. It takes a long time. Everyone wants it fast. And my business partner, Bo, came up with this absolutely just Banging quote, you know, to use a British colloquial phrase, banging quote, mate. He said that results are guaranteed, but speed is not. And so if you want to get rich, just take your time, pace yourself, be patient. And this is the biggest lesson that I've learned through, through my last, you know, seven, eight years as an entrepreneur. It takes seven years, maybe five, depending on the skills you already have. But I'm going to explain why it takes so long. And I'm gonna explain what you need to do and 
you should now understand what to do. So just bear this in mind, give yourself a seven year time horizon, stop trying to get to a hundred grand a month in the next year, stop trying to become a millionaire by you know 19 because you saw some kid in Dubai do it. Just pace yourself and understand that this is a marathon. It's an Ironman, it's an ultra marathon in the desert. It's gonna take a long time and it's going to really hurt and suck, okay? So let's get into the first thing. So, well, the first thing is really time, right? And not many people understand how time actually works, um, but I'm gonna explain it to you. So the thing about money is time, right? Now, time is a bit of a, um, well, it's a bit of a monster of an idea to break down because it's it's an arbitrary human construct. Um, it's an abstraction built and you know built to basically standardize and understand the flow of cause and effect through the universe. Right? It's kind of how we make sense of stuff. In fact, if you go onto um, Wikipedia and you click on um, the second link of like the second hyperlink of any Wikipedia page, it doesn't matter what it is if it's if you're looking at armadillos or pillows, I don't care, right? If you click on the second um, hyperlink of every Wikipedia page that you go to, um, and you keep doing that, so you go from armadillo to like animal to whatever that might be, on the second link, eventually you're gonna get back to philosophy, right? The way it usually works is it goes, um, you usually go science, and then maths, and then language, and then philosophy. And then sometimes, usually what philosophy will do is it will either take you in a loop or it will take you to time. So time is kind of like this abstraction built to standardize um, chaos, right? Where we basically like, so we can have orders of chaos and understand how things work. But time. So what you have to realize is that the universe is governed by something called cause and effect. And that might sound obvious, right? That might sound pretty like, okay, duh, of course. But when you understand how time actually works and how cause and effect actually works, you can become a millionaire. So let me explain. Let's actually get into some nuts and bolts here. Okay. So what you need to know is that if you want to make, you know, this is supposed to be a dollar sign. If you want to make a million dollars and you want to have that in your bank account and that's your goal, this is an effect. A million dollars or being a millionaire, as having that as your financial status in life, is an effect, okay? It is essentially a snapshot of the future, a projection, a, uh, it's a thing, right? Yeah, it can manifest, it's an effect. And so if this here is an effect, well, we can understand that every single effect in the world has a cause. And so, you know, this is also called Hegel's dialectic. I won't get into it, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. Actually, let's get into it. Let's go deep. Why not? You know, let's get into it. Hegel's dialectic is basically this statement where over here, right, you have a thesis and then you combine that with an antithesis, right? and you get something over here, and I'm gonna explain what this actually means, just bear with me. I know this is about how to become a millionaire and you're gonna be like, what the hell? But just bear with me, right? And then this is a synthesis, and then we have this called feedback, okay? So this is basically how to visualize cause and effect. 
this little diagram here. This changed my life, and it, I, you know, I'm hoping it's going to help you. So we have something called a thesis. So this, for example, a thesis is something in its raw form. It's just something that exists. An antithesis is basically something else that exists. And the synthesis is when you combine the thesis and the antithesis. And the synthesis is the result of those two things. So, for example, let's say that the thesis is your skin, and the antithesis is the sun, and the synthesis of combining those two things is sunburn. That is cause and effect, right? Or let's say the thesis is um, your stomach being hungry, and the antithesis is eating a salad, and the synthesis is no longer being hungry, right? This is cause and effect. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. And then the way this works is once you've basically created the synthesis, which is the effect as a result of the cause, right? Once you've created this thing here, what happens is this loops back around and becomes the new thesis, right? So if I come over here, uh, over, you know, over time, the synthesis is now a thesis, right? And the thesis is now going to meet another antithesis to create another synthesis. And this is how the world works, okay? It's called Hegel's dialectic, or Hegel's dialectic, I don't know how to actually pronounce the person's name, but this is essentially the description of cause and effect, okay? And so I can give you a hundred examples, um, like another example would be the thesis, could be you right now watching this video, and the antithesis, like, well, the, the thesis is you, the antithesis could be this video, and the synthesis could be you becoming a millionaire. But here is the kicker, okay? Between when you combine a thesis and antithesis, you know, we have this equal sign here, right? And this is basically a line, like, you know, you combine these two things to get the synthesis. But here's the kicker. In here, we have time. And so what we have to understand about the way the world works is that between thesis, between combining a thesis and an antithesis, time elapses before we get the synthesis. And so the reason this is so important to understand is because if you want to make a million dollars, we understand that this is an effect, this is a synthesis. This is nothing but combining the right thesis and the right antithesis and giving enough time to elapse for the cause and effect relationship to manifest and create the money, okay? But the reason this thing here is so important to understand is because of the way that cause and effect works, right? And so let me give you a really good example. Let me give you a really, really good, this is gonna, this is gonna help you, right? So over here, right, we've got a graph. You can see the graph. Okay, good, I'm gonna bring it down slightly. Okay. So on this side of the scale, can you see that? Yes, you can. We have effect. And over here we have time. And let's just say that this, you know, this this is just years, you know, whatever. Now, the little dot here represents a cause, right? This is when we take something, a thesis, and we combine it with an antithesis to manifest a synthesis. For example, you in your state right now watching this video and going on to become a millionaire. Or you um, reading, like you with, without any knowledge of the Roman Empire, reading a book on the Roman Empire and then understanding the Roman Empire, right? Now, 
sometimes with Hegel's dialectic, right, when we look at, you know, the synthesis, um, sorry, the thesis, the antithesis, and the synthesis, sometimes when we combine the thesis and the antithesis to create the synthesis, this can happen very quickly, right? This can, this can go real fast. Like, for example, if you're hungry and you eat food, you're no longer hungry. But that can, that can be a matter of minutes, right? But an example I'm going to give you now will solidify this. So this is me, right? And at this, I am at this point 17 years old. So at this point, I'm 17. And right now, I'm 25. Okay, so between these two points, what have we got? We've got about eight years of time, okay? When I was 17 years old, I started reading, okay? I started reading nonfiction business books, um, everything that I could get my hands on. I, I think between, in the last eight years, I've, I don't know how many books I've read. Um, what would it be, like 50? I mean, hundreds, maybe three, four, 400 books, perhaps. I taught myself to speed read when I was about 18, so I could just, I can still speed read. It's quite a good talent to develop. But anyway, um, when I was 17, I probably read in that first year, I, I said like 40 books. You know, I didn't have anything else to do. Like A-levels were just, no. Well, I wasn't even doing A-levels, I was doing GCSEs at this point. But anyway, whatever. I read about 40 books. Here's the thing. Now, if this effect is represented by money, right, and this is zero dollars, and this is millionaire, right, this is how this works. So, you, at this point here, this is me reading 40 books, right, at 17. And what happens here is the books don't really add any value at the beginning. Because the thing about gaining knowledge and, you know, building um, your paradigm and your understanding of the world and the way that things work takes time. It takes hundreds of books. It takes studying first principles, studying founding fathers, like it takes a long time to really get to the bottom of like how things actually work. And even when you get to the bottom, you're still miles off probably, right? Um, Socrates figured that one out, right? But anyway, so this is how this worked. So this, this, this effect here, this cause rather, you know, this, this Hegel's dialectic thing of reading 40 books didn't really do much. And then over time, it became exponential to the point at which becoming a millionaire made sense, right? And so, because what happened here is this is me at 17. So what have we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? So this is, put this one here. So this is, this is after eight years of reading, right? And this is just one example. Because, you know, here I'm 18, here I'm 19, here I'm 20, 21, 22, ah, uh, shit, 23, you know, 24, 25. And so every year I read near enough another 40 books, right? I kind of just made it a habit and I continued that habit, okay? And what's happened is basically at every step of the way, you know, with regards to like making money or my knowledge building, it's compounded. Because when you stay consistent with a habit and when you stay on track on one specific thing, you basically create what is known in thinking or in maths or in physics, I think it's physics, as an exponent. And so if this is, you know, this is 40 books, 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 right, 40, 40 over here. You know, over time, just reading 40 books is not going to make you a millionaire. It's probably not, right? 
But if you continue doing 40 books every year for eight years, you become smarter than like 99.999% of people. Because in fact, probably even more than that, because most people, they finish their degree and they don't read a single nonfiction book for the rest of their life, right? Maybe they read Sapiens, right? And then that's it, right? So this is why the thing about money is time and the thing about becoming a millionaire is time because every time, every time you repeat the action, every time you read, this is just with books, I'm gonna give you some money examples in a second here, right? Every time what happens is all of these extra Hegel's dialectic synthesis creations, they feed back on the previous ones. And when you get feedback, you get this slope. And basically, this is sort of how my knowledge or how my income has gone, where I've gone from, you know, broke and nothing, dropout, you know, whatever, you know, insert sob story villain arc here, right? And every time I read another book, my, the new book feeds back on the old book. And I can now make better sense of my original knowledge with the new knowledge I've acquired. And so really the thing about making money is acquiring knowledge and applying that knowledge by right? its knowledge strategy and execution typically. But you can create these feedback loops um, and you can do this with anything. So this is the same thing um, with money, right? So let's just say that instead of these being 40 books, this is like $10,000, for example, right? And then I'd have to extend the time from out to when I'm like, you know, 70 years old or something. But if you just invested $10,000 a year, it might not seem like a huge amount, but if you apply time and an exponent to that, you're going to make a lot of money, okay? And so this is the first thing to get. And the first thing to install into your paradigm to understand is that time is the most important thing. Because what you need to allow is for compounding to join your side, okay? And there's a quote from Warren Buffett that says that compounding, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who does not pays it, okay? And that's a pretty good quote to summarize how this thing works, okay? We achieve this compounding effect through consistent action and repeating the same thing over and over again. And so this brings me back, or this brings me to my second point on how to become a millionaire and how to actually achieve this. And that is focus. So in order for you to really build anything of value and in order for you to do something and create something, we need to have time. But it's not just about having time because I'm sure that maybe you've been trying to make money for a lot of time but for whatever reason, like you're not. And so time without focus is kind of just waste. And focus without time is waste. You kind of have to have both. And so what we can do is we can define focus as basically not distracted, okay? And really like what this is, is this is just avoiding shiny object syndrome. And what this is really just avoiding is pain. So let me explore this and I'll explain it to you. So I'm gonna draw a diagram and it's gonna basically explain this and you're gonna get it, okay? So over here, we have human number one, right? And over here, let me just make sure you can see this, you can. Over here, we have human number two with an oddly long, terrifyingly long neck, let's just, maybe give him a little bit of an adjustment here. 
so he doesn't look too unwell, right? So human one and human two, they both have two things. As a human being, you have been given the gift of two things, right? Um, you've been given energy and you've been given time, okay? Now, we've already talked about time, but the second one is energy. So near enough, every human being has the same amount of energy, right? Now, you can maximize your potential energy, right? By sleeping better, eating cleanly, not drinking, not smoking, not taking drugs, and basically taking care of your health. Like the better your health is, the more energy you have, which is why if you have ever wondered why entrepreneurs want to take good care of their health, it's because like an entrepreneur can make a lot of money, but they can't make a lot of energy. And making money is about channeling your energy into something that has high leverage and high asymmetry. And I'll get into that shortly. I'm actually going to put that on my book here because we'll talk about asymmetric leverage. Um, and it's about taking your energy and channeling it into one place. So let me, to give you a metaphor to explain the power of focus, right? Let's say that, you know, you have this, you're on, you're on a desert island, right? And Alex, I'll, I'll get into these boys in a second here. But you're on a desert island. This is a palm tree, believe it or not. This is the sea. And here you are, you know, and you're like, oh no, this is bad. I'm not going to survive, right? But for some reason, um, there is a magnifying glass. Like this is just a magnifying glass, right? On the floor. Now over here, uh, we just draw it. We have the sun, right? Blah, blah, blah. Now, focus is best demonstrated through this metaphor because if you... If you get a piece of glass and you like, and you try and like, you know, you can use a magnifying glass to start a fire, right? And the way we do that is by concentrating what? The energy of the sun, right? So what you do is you get your firewood and you put it all together over here. You pick up the magnifying glass and you direct the energy of the sun through a tiny focal point on the magnifying glass onto the fire. And this is how you start a fire with a magnifying glass, right? And this is a very strong metaphor to explain the power of focus because the sun has this unbelievable level of potential energy that it can give you. But if, like, if, it's, if it's channeled and focused into one specific small area, you can put all of its energy into that area and you know, basically manifest like fire, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, but on the other side, if you didn't have the magnifying glass and you just had like a big mirror, and you kept shaking the mirror around to try and like get all the energy onto the floor, it's not gonna work. And so what we want to do is we want to ask ourselves, like, this is a magnifying glass, just for argument's sake, what is your magnifying glass, right? What is this thing that you can use to basically put all your energy into one focal point to create a fire, or, you know, in, I'm denoting like a fire as value, right? But you need to have a magnifying glass. You need to have a focal point where you can channel all of this abundant energy that God or whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in, or maybe you don't believe in anything, but you've got energy, right? You've been given energy. You have been given calorific potential, you know, to convert into glucose and glycogen and sugar and basically, you know, take physical, um, you know, literally move your arms and your fingers on your keyboard and think. You've been given energy to do those things. And everyone has energy, but not everyone has the ability to focus it through a channel or a point, okay? So on a desert island, what is one of the best things you can have? It's a magnifying glass, right? You could argue there's a knife, might be more important. But 
if you want to start fire having a magnifying glass makes sense. And so what we can imagine here is that the millionaire thing represents the fire being lit and the magnifying glass represents focus, okay? So let me explain this, right? So here we go, okay. So we've got person one, person two, and they both have 100 units of energy, right? This is obviously an arbitrary number, but let's say they each have 100 units of energy. Now, person one, um, this is basically their magnifying glass, right? This is their, this is their focus. This is, this is their energy, right? This is their pool of energy that they can get things from and basically use to make money. Person one decides to start a social media marketing agency. They also decide to start a podcast, they also decide that they want to do affiliate marketing. And then they also think, I'm also going to try and like build an Instagram page as well, right? And so they, they go in all these, they, so they want, in terms of making money, they, they believe this ridiculous, stupid, dumb lie that millionaires have seven sources of income, which is just a complete, total lie, by the way. I know a lot of millionaires, and they typically just have one source of income, or maybe two, right? Because the people that really make the money just focus on one thing. So people go out into the world thinking, oh, to be a millionaire, I need to have seven sources of income. So I'll do property investing and Instagram. One thing is way better. And I'm going to explain why. So they want to start one, two, three, four businesses. And then on top of that, you know, they also decide that they want to um, compete in a bodybuilding competition. So this is the fifth point of focus. Um, you know, then they also decide that, um, they're going to learn day game and go you know, pick up girls in the mall or whatever whatever people seem to do these days. Um, then they also decide that in addition to starting these four businesses, trying to pick up girls and um, like being a bodybuilder, um, they also want to um, and they also want to learn how to paint. And then on top of that, they have Duolingo and they're trying to learn French and also Russian, right? So this is like you know this is a problem. Because I'll just give, let's just have one more so it's nice and neat and tidy. Um, and then let's say on top of this, they also want to, I don't know, they want a blog. Let's just say they're going to blog the whole thing, right? And this is how most people think, right? And so what this means is, this is arbitrary, right? But essentially, they have 100 units of energy, right? To, to basically, like, this is all you have. All you have is energy, right? And time. Um, and so, you know, 10% of your energy is going in this direction to the first business. 10% is going here, another 10% here, right? 10%, 10%, another 10% here, 10% here, 10% here, 10% here. And what's happening is like your energy is going in 10 different directions. And this is the equivalent of being on a desert island trying to start a fire with a big mirror, just shimming it around, trying to, trying to get as much energy from the sun as possible onto the ground, right? It's just, you're only gonna start the fire through focus, right? And so this is how most people live their lives, where they've got like a hundred different things they're trying to do, like they're trying to blog, they're trying to like learn languages, and they're also trying to learn like an instrument, and then they also like, they're on self-improvement, and then they're also doing like all this, and now they've got like two different businesses they're starting, and then their friends doing this thing, so they're gonna get in on this as well, and now they're gonna train for an Ironman, like it's just, it's, it's just chaos, right? But the people that are intelligent, um, or, you know, I don't want to use the word intelligent because it kind of insults a lot of people, but the people that get it, this is how their life works, right? They have their energy, right? And this is their potential because it's all you got is your energy, right? And what these people do 
is they just have one thing, right? And so what this allows them to do is where we've got 10 different directions here, we're making an inch of progress in 10 different directions, right? What we can do is if we take all of this energy and we can just, if I can just draw this here, we can put it all into one direction, right? And so this is, this is like, this is how the, the, this is how people become successful, right? I'm gonna draw even further just so you understand, right? Is you take all of your energy and you put it, you put 100 units of your energy into one thing. Now, let me give you an example. In 2022, I embarked on a mission to build a product called EasyGrow for my clients, okay? And it took me nine months. And I knew that in order for my business to get to multi-eight figures, which is currently my goal, like multi-eight figures a year, like 20, 30 million a year, I have to have the best product in the game. And not just the best product in the game, but the best product in the game by anyone's imagination. Like to the point where nobody else can build something as good as it, right? And so for nine months of my life, all I did, and this is not even a joke, and I'm gonna explain what I sacrificed in a second. All I did for nine months was put every single unit of energy I had into my product. And that was all I did. I sacrificed, I stopped going to the gym. I stopped meditating. I stopped reading. My relationship fell apart. I lost a ton of friends. Um, my health went to, to tatters. Basically everything that I was focusing on went down the drain. And all I did for nine months, I had a full on three trimester gestation period with this thing, was focused on building my product. And I've done it, right? And obviously now I'm healthy again and my, you know, I'm a little bit more balanced for, for lack of better words. Um, but this is kind of what, if you want to build something that nobody else can beat, but this is kind of what you have to do. This is a sacrifice you make, right? And so, you know, person two here, if they're clever, what they'll do is they'll take their hundred units of energy and they'll just put it into one thing. And so, you know, it, it, can, be, it can be fair to say that maybe you don't just have one thing because, you know, that's not healthy. Like, I can tell you from experience that spending nine months, like, locked in a room, like, literally just working and not talking to anyone, not going anywhere, not doing anything, not, not even, not even, like, seeing family members on birthdays or, like, going out for dinner with your girlfriend. Like, just, I, I, I purely, literally mean every waking moment of your day is dedicated towards work. And do not do it. <laughs> Well, you can if you want. It is a pretty effective method to building something great. Um, but I would not recommend it. So what you might want to do is, you know, put 80 units of energy, you know, into, you know, into your business. And then maybe you're going to put 20 into, you know, building, like being a bodybuilder or something. But the thing is, is like, whenever you add something to your life, whether it's a relationship or bodybuilding or reading or any anything like that, well, to be fair, reading kind of contributes to this if you're reading around the problems in the business, so it doesn't really matter. But anytime you add something, whether it's a hobby or another goal, what you're doing is you're taking away from the business. And so you need to start looking at your energy in, in a transactional manner. And what I mean by that is, you know, if we imagine here, right, we just get rid of this. If we imagine here that you've been given 100 units of energy, right, 
you you cannot get more, right? You can optimize your energy, and that's that's very warm here. Let me just redraw that. You can optimize your energy by like sleeping properly, eating properly, um, and not doing stupid stuff, right? Taking care of your body basically. But every time, like this is like this is a finite pool of this is a finite resource, and every time you add something to your life, you spend this resource. It's like money. If, you spend, if you've only got $100 in your account and you go and you eat lunch and it costs $20, now you've only got $80, right? Obviously you can replenish that, but you get the point. And so every time, let's say that, you know, let's say you want to learn a language, right? You know, well, that's probably minus 10 units, right? Then let's say, oh, I also want to learn Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? You know, because that looks cool. Okay, well, you know, if you're training like, you know, four, three days a week and you're watching YouTube videos and stuff now, maybe that's like minus like 12 units, right? And then let's say in addition to that, you also want to, um, I don't know, what, what could be another example here? Um, let's say, what do people do these days? Um, let's say you want to be an influencer. You also want to be Instagram famous, right? And so you're on Instagram, you know, you're trying to build like a following and create content, right? And that's a big one because that's gonna take a lot of your time because it's tied to your narcissism. And so, you know, that's like 20 units. So just by doing these three things, you know, we've taken, what is that, like 42 units of energy away from what we need to do. And what this means is we can only have like 58 units left to focus on the business. But this is just four things because now if you add like a relationship, right? If you add a relationship, um, if you add like, I don't know, another sport as well, and then if you add like YouTube, like just watching stuff, and then if you also add like a like a, a film, a movie, or like a series, you, you get the point. Now I'm not I'm not telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Like I think a good relationship is one of the like healthiest and most meaningful things that you can ever have ever. So I'm not saying you shouldn't have a relationship. I'm just telling you that like when you add something to your life, it is at the cost of something else, and that that cost is going to be your goal because. If you're not willing to make sacrifices for your goal, your goal will become the sacrifice, okay? So if you really want to be a millionaire, and that's truly, honestly what you desire, you have to get rid of a lot of things. Now, I'm not saying you have to break up with your girlfriend or stop taking care of your health, or you know, if you're really passionate about gardening, you can, I don't care. But my point is, is that when you add something, you remove, you take it away from something else. For example, if you have an Xbox and you play Call of Duty, that's a time sink. That's energy going into something that isn't productive or working towards your goal, right? So that's kind of how that works. So you have to be extremely careful with your energy. You have to guard it with your life because if you don't, um, it's kind of death by a thousand cuts. Like there's going to be so many different things that come and get you. Um, I can give you an example for me personally. Um, so I moved to Dubai about three months ago. And the problem with Dubai as an entrepreneur is there's a lot of entrepreneurs here, right? Which a lot of people think is a good thing. And you know, it, it is, it is to a degree. But the problem is that you get invited to stuff all the time. Now that's not like a virtue signal, look at how many friends I have. I'm saying that like dinners, parties, like people are always like, cause it's quite, a, Dubai is a beautiful place. I love it here, but it can be quite isolated and lonely if you're an entrepreneur, right? And so, you know, you've got invitations and everything all the time to different dinners and events and yacht parties and this, that, and the other. And if, if you're not careful, you know, you've got your hundred units here, you can add socialite, right? Socialite, 
to the thing. And that can take like 25 units away. If you're not careful, you're gonna dinner's like two times a week. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have friends, but I'm just saying that like, be very careful with guarding your energy and your time. And the way to guard your energy and your time, and this is a millionaire's favorite word, right? A millionaire's favorite word is the word no. No will make you more money than any word, any other word ever, right? Being able to turn things down and being able to say no to things is the most important thing a millionaire or a person can do. Because the way you want to do this, okay, this is, the, this is how you want to do it, is you want to define your goal like so, right? And you have your, your current situation, right? You have where you are right now and you have your goal, right? And you know, this is, this, this should be what is known in thinking as your Polaris star, right? This is the thing that you focus on. This is the thing that you get up for in the morning. And between where you are right now and your goal is a straight line, okay? And what's gonna happen is as you try to walk along this line, you know, this is what it should look like. But as you try to walk along the line, you're going to get sidetracked. So this is like, for example, anyone that's ever played Skyrim, right? Or any open world game where if you're playing Skyrim, for example, or a game with quests or like an open world game, there's a main quest line, right? And then there's loads of side quest lines. And with the side quest lines, there's other side quest lines. And within those quest lines, there's other quest lines, right? And so maybe your goal is just to basically finish the main quest, which for you right now is becoming a millionaire, right? That's the main thing you're trying to do. And that's your goal, right? Um, but the problem is, is you start and you, you, you begin on the right track and then you get sidelined. You get sidetracked by a shiny object or something that you don't need to add or something that you just simply like don't need and you get sidetracked. And then you go over here and then over here. And then before you know it, like your life is just something completely different. And you get nowhere near your goal. You, you get all the way over here to something completely different that doesn't add value or make you happy, right? And so what you're looking to do here when you're trying to make money like or trying to you know, complete a game is just stay focused on the goal. And every day you need to wake up and you need to say no to everything that isn't your goal, okay? And so, you know, most my path to success and my path to becoming a multimillionaire by 25, it kind of looked like this. Like I would sort of go off track a little bit and then I come back on track a little bit and go off and then come back and then and then off a little bit and, and back. But the main thing is that I always, always caught it and brought it back. So, you know, at this point when I was 17 or, you know, and I started like getting back into Xbox and stuff instead of reading, I was like, nope, back to it, focus, right? What's the goal? Remind yourself every day. And then at this point when I get to like 19, I go to university and then like, Four months into university, I was going to do business and I was like, this isn't really going to help me achieve my goal. So four months goes by and then I drop out. That's a little tangent, right? I'm sort of going off the path on what needs to be done and I'm not focusing on the goal. And so, you know, I'm partying, doing all this stupid stuff and I'm going to uni. So then I, I drop out and I get back to it. And then over here could be, um, this is, for example, when I went into railing, when I was in, in like, I think this was within 2017. Yeah, when I was like, once again, like 19, 20 probably. And I went into railing for like three months. And then I started doing the laptop lifestyle and I was in like Europe. And then I was like, I'm gonna go to Thailand and I'm gonna go to Bali and I'm gonna like, 
you know, I'm just going to live and like take my laptop and make a few thousand dollars a month and just like sit on the beach and drink Mai Tais and just like go and like explore the world. And then I did that and this got me. This got me for a long time. This a fair portion, a small portion of my life. And then I sort of got to this point and I was like, what the hell am I doing? What's my goal? My goal is to build a billion dollar company, which is basically what I'm trying to do right now, right? And so my goal is to become a billionaire. And like, this has always been my goal from the very beginning. Right? I always start with millionaire, but it's always been billionaire, right? And like, and so, you know, I got to this point and I was like, whoa, what am I doing? So I had to come, I had to bring it all the way back, move back home, go back into my office and just get back to work, right? And then um, another one, another one. And then I recently, um, over here, um, for example, might be when I moved to Dubai and I started going to all these expensive dinners and all of these dates and all of this, like the drinking and the parties and like yachts and all this basically, which don't get me wrong, it's fun and I've got a lot of great friends here um, and I love them all to bits and pieces, but they will understand when I say no because I have to bring it back to the goal and the focus. And so your job, your primary job if you're on, if you're on the road to becoming a millionaire is trying to just keep a straight line right? Focusing on the goal and the one thing. So this brings me to another, another point because this is still, I talk about focus for hours. It's a big, it's a big topic to focus on, right? For, pun not intended, right? But, um, shiny object syndrome, right? So now we can actually get into the, the meat of this thing. Um, a shiny object is essentially anything that isn't what you're working on. And so what you what we're trying to do is we're trying to apply focus over time. Well, actually, no, I know what it is. It's, um, yeah, the equation for success looks like this. It's focus times energy over time, okay? Because what we're trying to do here is if, if you ask, if we're asking ourselves, like, what are we focusing? Like, what, what is this thing that we're focusing? Well, it's our energy. Remember what I showed you with the, the diagram just going in one direction, right? You know, or just, just traveling in, in one direction here, where you take all your units of energy and put them into one thing. And instead of making an inch of progress in 10 different directions, you make 10 inches of progress in one direction. And that's like, success is about depth. Success is about um, longevity and, and depth. Of understanding from it, right? And so what we're trying to do here is focus times energy over time. And time's the big one member, time's the variable that we have to begin with and we have to sort of end with because like without time, it doesn't really matter. Because when we apply time, we apply what we call a little exponent here, where this thing, this equation becomes infinitely more valuable and infinitely more um, exponential as time basically elapses through it, if that makes sense. And so what this is about is it's about choice. And so what do I mean by choice? Well, in order for you to become a millionaire, you have to have a vehicle. And a vehicle is essentially a business model, right? So your choices, you know, you've got all these choices. You can go SMMA, right? You can go consulting, do, 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 do. You can go real estate, you know, you can go real estate, you can go crypto. If you go Amazon FBA, you can go affiliate, right? You can go automation agency. You can, I mean, there's all of these different things. You could, you could, you could, I don't know, you could, you could be a, I don't know, what, what, what other businesses are there? There's so many online businesses that you can start. Um, 
You can be, you can be a YouTuber. You can be an influencer. Right? There's all these different businesses that you can start, right? Tons of them. And the thing is, is that inside of each business, there's other choices to make, right? So I can give you an example. So let's say that out of all of these options, you decide to pick SMMA, right? And that's what you decide to choose, the social media marketing agency, right? So, well, that's the first thing is you've narrowed down your focus. So you've, you've basically now got a magnifying glass, right? Which is SMMA. So let's say that, you know, if this here is the handle, and this is the magnifying glass that looks like Stewie, Stewie Griffin's had a stroke, let's say this is the magnifying glass, right? And this is SMMA. So now you've got something to focus on, right? And I should have, uh, you, can, you can kind of get the point, it's a magnifying glass, you can see it up there, right? But now you've got something to focus on. I'm gonna redraw this so you can actually see it. Okay, so the sun here, yeah, the sun here, this represents your energy, right? And what you've done is you've got a magnifying glass here, Let's just pretend this is a magnifying glass, and this is SMMA. And so what you can now do is you can take your energy, this abundant, you know, finite but abundant resource, and you can channel it through SMMA to essentially, you know, create value, right? This is money or fire, whatever metaphor you want to use, right? But here's the thing, is just picking SMMA is not enough. Because inside of SMMA, Right? Now you've got another choice to make. Because now you need to pick a niche. And there are hundreds of niches that you can pick from. But once again, it becomes about like filtering your focus even further, right? And so, you know, you could go into real estate, you could go into roofing, you know, you could go into e-com, you could go into solar, you could go into like, there's all any, any all these hundreds of niches that you can pick from. But you've got to pick one because once again, it's the same equation, right? If we come over here and we have the sun, which is your energy, and we have magnifying glass number one, which is SMA, and we're channeling the energy through that magnifying glass to you know, create a focal point of value. And then inside of SMA, we need another magnifying glass for your niche, right? So which niche you pick, so you can channel the attention energy once again. And then inside of the niche, you need to pick which, oh, you need to pick which service right, you're going to offer. Because once you've selected your niche, it's the same premise. It's like, okay, well, do I want to do Facebook ads or Google ads or database reactivation or SMS? Or do I want to build like um, automations for them? Or do I want to build websites? Or do I want to build apps? Like there's so many things you can do, right? And so once again, it's about picking one service and channeling it through. And only once you've lined all of these magnifying glasses up, do you create value? Because the, the best thing about picking these magnifying glasses and these points of focus is you're gonna beat everyone. Because it's a very simple equation. If you are in, there's two people here, right? Person one and person two. If person one has one niche and person two has two niches, right? Who do you think is going to win? Well, it's very obvious. Because person one can put all of their units of energy in, and to go super, super deep and valuable on, you can't really see that, but you get the point. Person one can go super deep and valuable on just one thing, but person two can only go halfway in each direction. So let's say that person two over here picks e-commerce and roofing, and person one just picks roofing, right? 
Well, let's actually, let me read all this because this, this, this was better explanation. Okay, right, here we go. So you've got three people. One, two, and three, right? One, two, three. Person one, um, they go into the e-com niche. Person two, they go into the real estate niche. And person three, they decide that they want to go into the real estate and the e-commerce niche. They go into two niches, right? So they go into e-com and they go into real estate, right? Now, who do you think is going to lose? Well, I can tell you now it's going to be person three. But why? Because you might be saying, but Charlie, this person has two niches, which means the market is twice the size, which means there's more customers and it should be easier for them to grow because there's more people. Wrong. Person one, they go into e-com and they take all of their energy and channel 100 units into e-com to build what we would call depth. Person two, they go into real estate, right? And once again, they take all their energy and put it into one niche, 100 units of energy goes into there and they get depth. Person three, however, they go into e-com and real estate and now they can, they can only put, really, if you think about it, like maybe you know, 50 units here and 50 units here, right? And so the thing is, is like person number three is gonna get wiped out by person number one and two. Because if you were a real estate agency, if you were a real estate agent or an e-commerce business, would you rather work with the person who only works with you or works with you and someone else? And so you get to see the point here. You want to just focal, focus, focus, focus. One thing for a long time, build a huge depth of understanding. And this is why my company, Imperium Acquisition, has been so successful. And this is why we can make north of $800,000 to $1 million, $800,000 to $1 million a month in cash because we just focus on one thing. We now help coaches and consultants as well, but that's because we sort of grew to the size we could inside of the agency owner market. So you can have multiple niches, but only once you've outgrown the market. And that takes like five years, right? So I wouldn't recommend starting with it, okay? So that's really, that's the point of focus, right? It's, it's being able to define one thing and channel your energy through one point of focal attention to essentially build value. And by doing that and elongating that um, pattern of behavior over a extended period of time, is what allows us to create value and create competitive advantage. And essentially that's the easiest and fastest way to becoming a millionaire. It's not about like the shiny objects. It's about sticking with one thing. And so once you pick your thing, once you pick your vehicle, your niche, your service, whatever it is, it's about sticking with it. And this is what people don't understand because if you, if you pick something, let's say you pick SMA, right, over here. And let's say it's let's say we know there's a seven year time horizon, right? Towards becoming successful in this space, right? There's all these options. You've got SMA, you could go into e-commerce, you could go, you could be an influencer, let's just say these are the, the three things, right? Right? There's just there's obviously more, but you know, whatever. So it takes seven years to become a millionaire here. It also takes seven years and seven years to become a millionaire here and here, right? The problem is every time you switch vehicle, 
or model, you go back to square one. And so the easiest metaphor is this, right? Let's say that you have, this is a road, and on the road you have a car, right? And this is the car. Yeah, look at that, we'll get some downpipes on there, we'll decap them, you know. Yeah, look at this. We'll get a little windscreen going on. All right, let's just imagine, for the sake of everyone's sanity, but that is a car, right? Get a little Mercedes logo on the magic, right? So this is your business, right? Sorry to hear that, but just imagine, this is a car, right? And what's gonna happen is you're gonna get in this car, and you're gonna drive down the road of success, for lack of better cliche, that makes me wanna throw up in my mouth, right? But here's the thing, is every time like the going gets tough, you're gonna to blame the car. So you're gonna start driving this thing down this road, and you're gonna get like a quarter of the way, and like the, the car's gonna like have a flat tire, or the engine's gonna fail, or the clutch is gonna burn out, or like the downpipe's too loud, or it's whatever, you know? The car's always going to have problems. And you are always going to be tempted to scrap this car and get a new one and start and continue your journey with a new car. But the problem with that is that when you buy a new car to start the journey again, you have to go back all the way to square one. So let's say that you know you this car arrives here and then you get two flat tires and you think, oh, this thing, I just knew this wasn't gonna work. I knew this wasn't the car. I'm gonna go and get another one. And then you know you go and you go and you buy the second car, and but you have to go all the way back to buy the second one, and you start again. And then you get halfway through the journey, and something goes wrong with the car, and so you start again. And then you get another two way, two thirds of the way through the journey, and something goes wrong with the new car, so you go back and you start again. And this is what people do, and this is the biggest trap that people fall into when the going gets tough, and when things don't work out, and when someone gets a couple of months, a year, a couple of years into the business, and they're not seeing the results they want to see that quickly. And their expectations, um, well, the reality is not meeting their expectations in terms of what they're making. Um, they, they just basically change the model. They switch the business. So they'll go from SMA to real estate, or they'll go from real estate to e-com, or they'll go from e-com to affiliates. And the problem is, is you never really build any depth. You never really build any value because what is the thing about money? It's time. And it's doing one thing for seven years. So results are guaranteed. Speed is not. And the easiest way to stay poor and to not become a millionaire is to constantly change the vehicle that you're using to drive. Because every time you change this, you get sent straight back to the starting line. And now you can't transfer your understanding from the previous business because it's probably very different. And this is the same thing with no matter with any magnifying glass that you use. If you have an SMA, an agency, and you pick real estate and you get two months in and you decide to switch, you've just wasted two months. Stick with the thing. If there is somebody else in the space who is making, or if, if, if the vehicle that you're currently in has already made someone else a millionaire, then it is possible that you can make it work as well. And I see this all the time where people hop into a vehicle, they'll hop into agency space or consulting or whatever, and they'll try it for six months, and then they'll say, oh, it doesn't work. It didn't work. No, 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 no. The human didn't work, right? The vehicle, like, with marketing agencies, for example, there are thousands, tens of thousands of successful marketing agencies on the planet. Th that tens of thousands of millionaires are being created through the agency space. 
So if you get into it and it doesn't work, it's not because of the agency model, it's because of you. You are the problem. You are the common denominator between all your suffering, right? And so don't ever blame the vehicle for why you're not where you want to be. Don't ever blame the niche. Don't ever blame the market. Don't ever blame the competition. Blame yourself. And this is kind of what it all comes back to. If you want to make money and you want to actually have a successful life and be happy, you know, like it's just about responsibility. It's about not pointing the finger at your niche or your, you know, your business and saying, oh, I knew affiliate marketing wasn't going to work. Or if affiliate marketing didn't work, there wouldn't be millionaires that have become millionaires through affiliate marketing. You just haven't had the patience, the skill or the character to solve the problems that you're facing. And that's basically why you're not successful. It's not, it's not the business, it's you. And so maybe you've done this before. Maybe you have been in a vehicle and you know, you switched it out or whatever, but you gotta watch out for this one, man. Okay, you gotta watch out for it because pick one thing and do it for seven years. And I promise if you do that, you will become a millionaire. But when you want it to happen fast, and when you're expecting it to happen quickly, what's gonna happen is, if your expectations are out of line with reality, what's gonna happen is you're going to want to change and quit and fail and try and find a shinier, less painful way to do it. And I can leave you with this. Becoming a millionaire is about pain. It's about sitting in a room for five to seven years, for half a decade, for a very large portion of your young adult life and sitting in nothing but pure mental suffering. It's about consistency. It's about focus. It's about waking up, figuring out what needs to be done and doing it and figuring out what you need to work on and just working on that. It's not about like, don't everything that you see online about money and making money is all BS. It's not traveling to Thailand and, you know, laptop lifestyle this. It's not about skydiving. It's not about girls or boys or whatever the hell you're into. It's not about cars. It's not about mansions. It's not about yachts. It's not about private jets. It's not about going on fresh and fit and telling women how ugly they are. It's about pain. The real people who make money and the real people that you should be looking up to right now, they're not on a yacht. They're not vlogging their insane lifestyle. They're not in Rolex buying a new watch. They're not, you know, dancing with models on a yacht. They are sat at a desk in a chair, focused, and they're in pain. And that's how you become a millionaire. Do not fall prey to your projections of what you want it to be. It's about suffering for near enough a decade and then you'll make it. And I can tell you from experience that being a millionaire is pretty damn cool. Having the financial freedom to buy any base, not anything you want, I can't go and buy a yacht for example, but having the financial freedom to not have not even like worry about money ever, is wonderful. Being able to go where you want, when you want, with who you want, 
however you want the freedom the control it's it's a phenomenal feeling it's, it's wonderful and it's well worth the suffering i can tell you that because you sacrifice five seven years of your life to basically live you know 60 70 years in pure bliss like it seems like a pretty good trade-off to me so the more pain you're in the more suffering you go through the more successful you're going to be there is a direct correlation relationship between suffering and success and that about summarizes the points I wanted to make in this video. So if you enjoyed it, you can subscribe. You can like it if you liked it. In the description of this video, there will be a link um, to a funnel. It's a video of me trying to sell you something um, for full transparency. If you are an agency owner or a coach or a consultant and you need help getting more clients, my company, Imperium Acquisition, can solve that problem for you. I personally don't give two hoots if you click the link or not. Okay, it's entirely up to you. Maybe you don't like me. I don't care. But the point is that it's there. I don't, check it out if you want. It's fine, whatever. Um, but I hope you found this video valuable. Um, it might be one that you have to rewatch every month just to keep yourself sane. But I enjoyed making it. And I'll see you next week. Have a good day. Bye.